I didn't do anything um, outside of the house, which is what I wanted. Um, I got two dozen. I was gifted with two dozen extra large male blue crabs. My favorite. The way to your heart. <laughs> he knows how to, you know, get those juices running. But anyway. Not he. he knows how to get this. No, no, no. It's not like that. Wow. It's not like that. But um, no, <laughs> it was nice, though. My mom came over unexpectedly. That was really nice. She always gives me two cards and always gives, like, the really best cards. Oh, that's nice. Um, and his mom came and, you know, everybody called me and texted me. And, you know, you reached out. Everybody just reached out. So I felt. Yeah. Yes. You know, everybody that matters. Yes, <laughs> so everybody loves them some Natasha. Yeah, not everybody, but anyway. Those that matter do. <laughs> and I'm so mad yeah. I forgot your gift. I'm going to bring it to you. Next she keeps week. trying to tell me what it is. I, I want her to, want know, to know because I really it was she's really gonna love it. It will knock those crab legs out <laughs> the fucking water. But me and my absentee mind, I'm Aww. just like rushing out the door and I fucking forgot it. And I was so mad. I was Aww. so excited to give it to you all week. Aww. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I did that shit this weekend, but with kids, I felt so I couldn't help it. My little cousin was watching his dog, and he was like, oh, my gosh, she's so wet. <laughs> and I had to do it. I felt You're so bad. highly messy. inappropriate. <laughs> I felt so fucking bad. And my friend Will was there. He's, like, busting out laughing. Everybody's like, well, what did you just say? And I was like, nothing. Nothing. Let it go. <laughs> Let, it, Let go. it go. But how was your week? Over your head. It was good. I had a really good week. Um, I really, well, because we recorded early, right? a bitch was like, Board Wednesday. I'm like, Aww. what do I do on Wednesdays? Because I always allocate Wednesdays to recording. And I'm right. like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Right. But um, I had a really good week. I had a good time this weekend. And, you know, that was about it. What'd you do? My my business. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, like, outside a little bit doing, okay. you know, the things I enjoy. Right. You know, margaritas, brunch, Ooh. hookah, you know, Ooh. shit like that. Fun stuff, you know, a little you bit know, of this, little, little bit of that. excursions in the city. That's okay. about it. Living um, your best life, enjoying the summer. I'm trying to. I'm really trying <laughs> well, to. Well, your titties are sitting up very pretty, by the Thank way. I'm going to just tell you, they're sitting up very nice. Thank you. <laughs> and they're real. <laughs> And that's part of our conversation like last week. It seems like they're just sitting up. No, I tell you, my mom, um, I told you before, my mom, like, randomly stopped me and was like, you have really great boobs. <laughs> I was like, huh? Like the Dave Chappelle, she was, was like, giving out no, people. no, you really have good boobs. Like, they're <laughs> yeah, really nice. They I was up, like, thank you. Like, hey, I was like, I don't on. think anybody else's mom just says shit like that. I do. <laughs> I my do. mom, my mom is like... <laughs> That's my homegirl. Uh-huh. But um, let's get into some topics. It seemed like right after we recorded, like, a bunch of weird shit just started happening. Yeah. So, Wendy Williams. I just feel like <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, Wendy Williams Wendy, Wendy. is 
really off her fucking rocker. Yeah. It's some things. Yeah. And, you know, I admire a lot of things about Wendy's career and her tenacity and all of this other stuff. Right. But there are some times when I'm just like, bitch, you can't be serious. Yeah. yeah. So um, last week, she had... Um, a story, during her hot topic, she had started a story um, just trying to ask her um, audience, basically, if they knew this TikTok star that had named Swavy that had about 2 million followers on TikTok. Right. And, you know, her audience are all 40-year-old white women, so of course they don't know who this young black kid is that's popular on TikTok. Uh, right. Bitch, I don't fucking know because I'm not on TikTok, but that doesn't negate you know, somebody's visibility. Malia knows. Yeah, she knows. Mm-hmm. That's who, you know, his audience is for. We're right. not, tic- we're trying to get on TikTok so right. we can uh, pop off. <laughs> we're trying to infiltrate. Yeah, know? we're trying to get on their shit. <laughs> These kids have been on TikTok for years. Right. <laughs> but, um, so of course the audience didn't know. And yeah. she was like, well, he has more followers than me. And just very weird things. Mm-hmm. Just for her to usher in, the topic was that he was murdered in Delaware couple of days before. She was like, well, he, di- he died. And it's mm, just, that's so the audience, I felt bad for the audience because they were like, oh, shit, like, bitch. It was I, like they set, she set, set them up, up to say something negative. To think that they were going to say, like, something negative, like, he went viral for doing something. Right. or But it's like, they had no idea that this young kid died. That was fucked up. And it's like, that's how so disgusting up. are you to say something like that Right. And you say they they were murdered so fucking cavalier as mm, if, mm, like, mm. their life just was, like... Disposable. Yeah. But you know what? And I, I it's unfortunate that Wendy is at this stage in her career. To me, it seems like maybe with her marriage, um, you know, breaking up the way that it did, mm-hmm. that she's kind of grasping at straws for anything. Like, she's all over the place. And maybe she's finally sober and she don't know how to be. Um, but what's weird to me is, Wendy, nobody would know who the fuck you were if it wasn't for people that were more... Uh, popular than you that exactly. you were talking about. Exactly. So and now you're talking about again somebody that's actually more popular than you on a different pet on a different platform with a different core audience and they're on your show. To me, it sounds like she was upset that it was even a topic that you were mad at a producer or somebody that wrote that that person into this uh, conversation of yours. And it's like, oh, well, why the hell do I got to talk about this person? It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter to you. Right. But you need this check, bitch. Like, this is what you do. You have to talk about people that matter. And who are you to to say if he was important or relevant or not? And then the thing is, like, so did y'all not go over this during Hot Topics? Because you know you don't have to discuss things. Like, we come up with things that we want to discuss. Right. You didn't have to talk about this. Yeah. I you don't think that like, she goes Because that wasn't your audience anyway. Right. Like, your audience wouldn't know who this kid was. Right. Like, my great-grandmom is 85 and watch Wendy every day. Right. She exactly. don't know what a TikTok is from a clock. Like, right. she don't know shit about it. Exactly. She watch Wendy every day. She knows nothing about it. So the fact that you even brought this on your show... You were stepping outside of your demographic any fucking way with right. your evil ass. And <laughs> with your evil ass. <laughs> that's some evil shit. That is some evil shit. But you know what, though? I will say I feel like she doesn't go over um, her topics beforehand, and mm-hmm. it's kind of showing, because a lot of things she's starting to say, like um, I heard about her interview with Monica, the singer, and she was asking her questions that weren't, 
relevant to Monica's life, making references to her have oh yeah, when you and your husband were on that reality show, and Monica's like, uh, me and my husband never had our own reality show. I was just always on Family Hustle. Uh, mm-hmm. Things like that, where it's like, Wendy, you should kind of know this. You should know how many children Monica has. Like, it's, it just seems like you're just coming to work and saying, I got it, <laughs> and just right. talking and shit. So, that, And then the thing is, Monica had her own show, but it was on BET, and it wasn't nobody else on the show but Monica. So right. you're just being, you're just nasty. It's just random. but nasty. She, <laughs> you know, Wendy, get it together. You're like, just trying we, to embarrass people for no real reason. Yeah. It's unnecessary. Um, talking about embarrassment, let's get into Erica Mena. <laughs> I think that shit is hilarious. It's so embarrassing. Okay, so here's a tidbit. Me and Erica Mena have the same birthday. <laughs> so I had to ask Natasha. So now you fucking embarrassed. Yeah, I'm by embarrassed. I'm birthday. embarrassed. Mind you, Kaya, the rapper, also has the same birthday. And fucking Mama Joyce. <laughs> So you just fucked up so all the way around. So I had around. to ask Natasha. I'm like, am I, do I act like this? Fuck no. Do I act like that? Oh, God. But just to give a little background story of what's been happening, Erica Mena is a reality star. She's on Love & Hip Hop. She was, she's married to um, Safari, who is Nicki Minaj X, and he's also on Love & Hip Hop. Right. They got married, had a baby. She got pregnant again with their second child, and he kind of regretted it, I guess. Well, they was kind of broken up before they, they got pregnant again. They were kind of broken up, and he's been wilding and spiraling. <laughs> yeah. And um, she recently gave birth to their baby a couple of days ago, a couple of, like a week or so ago. Right. And um, she gave birth to the baby, and the baby's in a NICU, so people are giving her well wishes. All the while, Safari is in Jamaica and doing this <laughs> tour for his birthday, <laughs> Turning the fuck up. Don't that give a fuck. That nigga is wilding out. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> so people are like on his ass and da-da-da-da-da. She makes an inst- You know how celebrities do now? They make the Instagram page for the baby and whatever. Right. So instead of making an entirely new Instagram page for her baby, she decides to use an old burner page that she had where she trolled her ex-girlfriend since Santana. Mm. And in the comments and use that as her baby's page and just change the name. That was so So now that she changed it to her son's name, Legend um, Brian S., um, now that she changed it to that from the Gunner page that it was, you see that it's her baby's page saying all of this nasty ass shit to Erica, (laughs) I mean to Santana. That's some lazy ass shit. <laughs> that was so fucking lazy. That's so fucking lazy. That's how her dumb ass get. I'm that, sorry. That's that, what the fuck she get. That's that exactly so what the fuck Erica get. Lazy. Because it was so ironic. It's the shit she was saying. Like you're full blown fucking Erica Mena saying in the comments, going back and forth with people talking about, oh yeah, you know. You must be sin as hard as you're going for her. And, you know, Erica doesn't need sin. Erica only need only um, Erica, you know, was on reality TV. She's reality TV gold. Sin only has a, needs a man to be relevant. And it's like, no, and bitch. You, she started running in the taste of the niggas sin supposedly been with. And it's like, well, bitch, your list just as long no, as No, she her. said lied about being with. So I didn't get uh, I didn't get which way that no, was, she was going. She was saying lying. That she didn't that fuck. That she didn't fuck with them. 
But this is what I don't get. She said that Sim was only relevant because of the nigga she was fucking. But Erica, that's what the fuck you're relevant for. Exactly. You was only relevant on Love and Hip Hop for fucking Rich Dollars, Sin, fucking Little Bow Wow at some point on Growing... Was she on Growing Up Hip Hop or she just was on the side? She was she on... Was, she no, was she at wasn't. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta at some yeah, point, she right? Did. She's on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta now and she's on Love and Hip Hop New York. And she was on the Kardashian show a long time ago See, when I they had know. the um when they were in Miami, I think Courtney and Kim, some shit like that. They were in Miami. She was on that show before she was on Love and Hip Hop. But it's just like that's some like one thing about Scorpios, we do some sleuthing ass shit. <laughs> we we do know how to investigate. <laughs> but like, bitch, you made a burner page to do this. That was stupid. And you trolled, and then instead of making it, a, 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 to make an email takes two fucking seconds, bitch. It really do. You know how many people I know that's regular people that have, like, five fucking accounts? I know people that got, like, five. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you would never know. Right, exactly, exactly. But it's like... You could have just made a whole new Instagram page, bitch. That was just lazy. For your child. That was stupid. And then that was lazy, and she still hasn't said anything else about it. What the fuck can she say? <laughs> you embarrassed. What the fuck can you say? If I was Sin, I would really be cracking up, like... You seen her you, response? No, what did she say? Sin responded just with sad face emojis. <laughs> that's- <laughs> <laughs> and that says it all. That's that so says sick. it all. That and you know what's so crazy shit. is... I said, well, is this some PR? But I don't think so, because they not cool. But they said that Sin just dropped the song, and it's actually a good song. No, I heard it. It's really a good really? song. Really? I didn't cute. hear it. I heard it was like a really good song. You know, it's really, it's like a real, it remind me, remember, like, in, like, 2001 to 2004, when all of the reggaeton music was popping, like, the right. Nina Skies, the Lumides, Noriega? Right. I, it remind me of that. Like, okay. I like that vibe. I miss that type like of music. Like a summer free Yeah, type like of... that summer. I love that type of music. Like You talk like A. Marie One Thing type of vibe, No, too? like Spanish reggae song. Oh, Spanish reggae. Like, Lumi- oh, okay. you remember Lumidi? Uh-oh. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, the I, Nina Skies type songs and the Cat Delunas. Like, right. stuff like that. It's, right. like, it's necessary. We need balance. I like the song. It's really good. Okay. But that's some funny shit, like... Your hating ass ex that can't fucking sing. Right. <laughs> and now and the, then your shit popping off. And it's it's a good summer song. Right. Like, it's a real cute summer song. But wasn't you supposed to be happy, Erica? Living your best life with your husband? Girl, that bitch ain't happy. We know. We know. Because why the fuck was you trolling 26 weeks ago? So That's what I'm saying. What's pregnant? wrong with her? So that was, what, six months ago, right? 26 weeks. That bitch was in that house, mad as shit, <laughs> that this nigga is outside having a good time. She fucking pregnant. And then them old reruns of Love and Hip Hop came on. That bitch was pissed. She just Let's the just fuck blame off. it on the hormones. <laughs> well, you know what, I though? never been pregnant, but we just gonna blame that shit on them hormones. But, but didn't she say she didn't want him in the um, delivery room to begin with? Wasn't that like a whole thing? Um, yeah, she had said she didn't want him in there because he... He basically was just, like, mean to her. And I can understand that part, though. Right. Like, I don't want no nigga in the room with me if you're going to treat me like shit. Like, I need support. You're not there just for the baby because, honestly, the baby not here yet. Right. You're there to support me so that I don't die while bringing your child into, 
you know, the world, and you're not about to rise, you know, my blood pressure up. So we just going to say Erica Mena was stressed. Yeah. <laughs> we going to yeah. blame... Bitch, blame it on the hormones. She just was mad at every fucking body. She, fuck she was everybody. mad at sis. She said, you know what, bitch, I would never be in this fucking position. I will say, Scorpio's do be like, fuck you, you, you. <laughs> she just got mad at everybody, everybody from the past. Sam was minding her fucking business. Living her bitch best life. had a flashback while she was pregnant and just said, she was mad fuck that she you. was in that predicament. She said, that bitch, if we had to work the fuck out, I wouldn't even be in this predicament. Somebody going to say that at this point, neither one of their baby daddies worked out, so they just need to get back together. Damn, that's fucked up. That would be messy. That's fucked up. That would I'm be not, messy. Well, that's, yeah, no, I don't see that happening. But um, <laughs> next, Nicki Minaj went live with Bia and announced that they have a song for a whole lot of money. They remixed it. I like the song. Okay. I liked whole lot of money before the remix. Okay. And I really like I I had to at first I was like, oh, it's cute, but then I had to listen to it loud. Okay. And I'm like, <laughs> I like this shit now. Really? Like, I didn't hear the remix. I, it's it's cute. It's real cute. But during the live, see, I have a thing with Nikki. Like, I really enjoy Nikki. Did I just it? want her. What do you enjoy? Tell me that first. I please. think one, she can be very funny. I oh think yeah, she can she... be very fucking theatric, very funny. Very much so. Um, I think she's a great rapper. Oh. I think she's good at <laughs> metaphors and all of that other stuff. I like Nikki. I like Nikki's mixtape Nikki. Mm. I like when Nikki's rapping, rapping. I don't like, you know, like I said before, I'm not a big fan of the pop songs. I like when she rap, rap. I like when she say some shit that a bitch like me want to hear. Right. I like that, but... Right. She always do shit where it's just like, you don't have to draw like this, Nikki. <laughs> so during the live, she had like a little question and answer thing for Bia. She was, and who Bia, I have watched Sisterhood of Hip Hop on Oxygen years ago. She was on there. Was she? Because I think I remember Yeah, she it. was on there. She was signed to Pharrell. Um, she had a song that kind of went viral, but, you know, just like other artists that have been signed with Pharrell. He didn't do shit with her. Right. So she kind of been, like, working. And when I, you know, her last mixtape was really good. She had a few songs on there I liked. Um, so this is a big deal for her. You know, okay. the bitch been working. And Nikki um, liked the song, reached out to her to want to do a remix with it. And she met her, and they, you know, did the song. And on the live, she was just asking get-to-know-you questions with Bia. They play some games like fuck Mary Kill, blah blah blah, you know that type of shit. One of the questions this bitch asked was, "Do you think that other female rappers would be happy that you get to do a song with Nicki Minaj?" What? I don't know why she asked it. <laughs> Nicki asked Bia that. Yes, and she was like, "Oh, you know, um, I've been working for a long time. I've rooted for other people." Um, so hopefully they'll do the same for me. I cheerleaded a lot of people on. Hopefully is that she was like, you know, I have good relationships in the industry. And Nikki kind of like made a face like, mm. you know, like, mm. and That's then she kind of was insinuating mm. that she, before working with Bia, she wasn't going to work with another female rapper. Yeah. And she felt like people used her and it wasn't organic and they, um, left. So a lot of people assume basically that she was talking about Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. 
my thing is, what the fuck did you want out of them bitches? Like, what you want them to do? Kiss your fucking feet? You did the fucking song with them. That's why I just don't like her. Like, you did the song with them. Mm. But it's like, at the same time, do you, you did songs with them when they were at very mainstream heights. Right. You didn't do a song with um, Megan Thee Stallion when she was just on her mixtapes. Exactly. You did get on. You did not get on Tina Snow. You did not get on any of Deja Deja. What's her name? Doja, Doja Cat's fucking songs when she was mooing. You wasn't right. on no fucking records. Or Cardi B. Back yeah, in the day. you wasn't on their records. You wasn't on their mixtape records. Exactly. But you doing songs with G Herbo when right. didn't nobody know who the fuck a G Herbo was. She did the song with the um the she boy did. that do no choppers. That song that went viral on TikTok. You do songs with male rappers that are not popping yet, or You'll, niggas like Takashi. Yeah, niggas that wasn't like that's you not begging these people to kiss your fucking feet. Why do women have to kiss your feet? Yeah, you did a song. They did a song. You got paid off it. It went mainstream. You got some plaques. Last mm-hmm. year, when the song when the song with Doja Cat went number one, you were hype posting it. What right. the fuck else did you want her to do? Exactly. The same with Nicki. I okay. mean, with Megan. What the fuck would you want her to do? I honestly think, from one, that Nicki listened too much to her fucking uh, fan base. She puts a lot of energy into them. That's a huge issue. And I feel like they they... She lets them speak for her. That's why people say they don't like the barbs because they feel like the barbs is just all over the place. Nikki allows that. I think she likes that. She appreciates that. She feeds off of that type of energy. Um, but also, it goes back to my thing with my unpopular opinion. I don't remember my if it was my unpopular opinion last week or the week before last when I said some people just don't fucking like you. Right. And it's okay. Nikki, just because we're doing business together does not mean that I have to sit up here and be, like you said, kissing your ass and being BFFs afterwards, bitch. Maybe I met you and I really didn't like you. If I'm Megan Thee Stallion, maybe I was around you. You know, okay, Nikki want to co-sign. All right, that's cool. We do a little song together, bada-bing, bada-boom. And I'm going to keep it fucking pushing because I didn't really like your energy. Right. Maybe I didn't like that you, maybe you wanted me to act like that in behind the scenes. Maybe you wasn't just trying to make me bow down. You know what I'm saying for everybody else. Maybe behind the scenes you was on some shit like, oh, you know, like... Uh yeah, so like I'm second best, and bitches don't want to fucking be kissing your ass all fucking. Nobody's about to, but the the songs did what they needed to do. She's like, oh well, you actually this is the first time where you know, I recorded with the per, with the other woman in the studio, and they came to my house, and it's like that's fine. Right. <laughs> you she want a fucking cookie like, for? What the fuck you want them to do? Like I just can't stand that whole mentality of. You do any song with any male rapper if they got the bag to pay for you. Right. And you don't expect shit from these niggas. At all. You doing shit. You're literally doing songs with niggas that can't rap, Mm. that nobody gives a fuck about. They mumble. They barely write in their fucking songs. They're barely putting metaphors and anything else. They barely have fucking bars. These bitches are at the top of their fucking game. Right. And they got to kiss your fucking ass. But that goes to show what type of bitch she really is. And I'm sorry, all that fake stuff that she be saying to me, Nikki, she overshadows her own um, whatever status that she feels like or other people put her on, whatever, you know, pedestal. I don't get that from her. Right. I honestly feel like those are the things about her. Like, I love when you started out saying you like that she's funny. No, she's funny because she's fucking messy. Yeah. And she says a lot of, you know, catty shit. She's, yeah. she she's like a fucking Kaya. To yeah. me, she's 
she could have been a Kai. If she wasn't a rapper, she would make a great fucking, you know, somebody to just talk I, shit that's on. That's what I was about day. to say. I do kind of enjoy Queen Radio. At because first, of that. I thought she was a nuisance at first with Queen Radio, but after a while, the shit is fucking hilarious because she really believes, like, delusion is just like when we were describing Encore. Motherfuckers that are unhinged <laughs> and delusional are entertaining because yeah. it's somebody that has like re- understands reality. Right, the shit is mind boggling as to why you would act like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's crazy, and it seems like you're extra bothered because you know what do they say? The queen don't have time to worry about what's going on with the fucking peasants, and you just, seem always but, fucking bothered. You're always talking about it's people. Like, what, what you want them to do? You didn't want Megan to do a song with Cardi. Is that what it is? You still worried about Cardi? You still making songs? I heard that in that song that she made a reference to Cardi. Something about running up and um, oh, yeah, being messed up, up or something. Whatever. You, you undone up. up or some shit that's supposed to be but about Cardi. Like, you still talking about that three years go. later? That let shit let is, shit go. You got a baby now. And this bitch on her second baby. Let it, it's so, I don't think I mean, Cardi seems this, bothered anymore. But it's like at this point, when she dropped her baby, you throw them hands. I mean, it, period. Because it's only so much shit. Like, Nikki, like, the thing is, you can't keep saying you're a better rapper than Cardi. That goes without saying. Exactly. But the fact that you keep saying <laughs> it seems like the, you don't really feel that way. Yeah, like, like you, you a little concerned it goes about her saying. taking the crown or something. And the thing is, Cardi don't... The funny part is, like, Cardi is a bitch that's like, I'm going to ride this shit until it fall off, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to jump on the next shit. Yeah. Like, I'm cool either way. I'm not sweating this shit. Yeah. I don't. It's just like with the city girls. I don't give a fuck about being the best rapper. Yeah, they don't. I don't all. give a fuck. <laughs> JT is very bothered though, and that's a whole nother thing. Well, that, she because she was rapping. Well, no, I'm not even talking about that. I mean, just uh, bothered in general. Yeah, like she just, comments. She comments on everything. She just really irks me. I think she also didn't. I think we gotta remember the bitches institutionalized. Mm, and she get didn't that. get to experience fame when they were at the height. And growing, right. they didn't get to finish it. So she kind of like, she's learning just like how young Miami did. Damn, the bike is like, out. Move the fuck on. The, the light ain't that out. damn long. It ain't even no light. I don't even think it's a fucking bike. I think it's a charger. Like, God, God damn, drive <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm God, sorry, y'all. Philly, sorry. get the fuck on my nerves. Fucking up the damn concentration. Just, next let's topic. Go, <laughs> let's just go on to Nivea. Fucking next one. Oh, yeah. Let's Nivea. talk about Nivea. Okay. Um, she had an interview with Candy um, on Candy's YouTube. It was called On That Note on that show. Yeah. Her segment. Yeah. And she talked about a lot of things. Yeah, she got deep. She got really deep, and it was really sad. So one of the things she talked about was that she was signed to a manager when she was 14 years old. And her and a manager who was um, in, his thir- in his 40s, yeah. I think she said he was in she his said 40s. She said he was like 20 years older. Yeah, so he was like about that. in her his late, late 30s, 30s, early 40s, around older. that time. And they would, him, her and the manager would go from Savannah, Georgia to Atlanta to shop her music. At the time, her parents were um, recovering drug addicts. They had just kind of recovered. She kind of was saying her upbringing, she was raised by her grandparents. It was at different times where life just wasn't that great. And she had a voice. Her parents were musicians. And they knew that this man that became her manager 
Right. And he would take her, you know, to Savannah, I mean, from Savannah to Atlanta every weekend to shop her music. During this time, she says she was in a relationship with the man. Mm-hmm. And she says she realized, she didn't understand what was going on. She just felt like he's helping me. That means he loves me. Yeah. And, you know, she said we, it was a physical relationship. They were having sex. She said it wasn't, like, she felt like she consented. But we know a 14-year-old can't consent right. to sex with um, an adult. And um, during that time, it, he got her a record deal. So And he got her a really good record deal to the point where she's making money on publishing and she didn't even write any music. I want to <laughs> know how does she feel comfortable saying it. I, mean, I would not have said that. But it's other people who said it. Like, pe- other people are on other people's publishing and didn't write anything. I ain't saying that shit. Yeah, a lot of people, <laughs> it's already done. It's yeah. already written. I feel split. like you she can, I don't know the legalities around that, if you can go back and try to fucking claim. Yeah, a lot of people have gotten it. Like, a lot of, like, um, Ms. Jones was saying that she gets publishing for a big pie. That's different, because yeah. he put her on there. I mean, but whoever wrote these songs didn't deny that she wrote it. Just <laughs> like, you know, my I would girl. love to know who the fuck she, whose songs these are that she's getting money for. But, but yeah, so <laughs> with Nivea, um, she revealed that he would kind of pimp her out. Right. Like, men would find he was her. pimping her yeah, out. Yeah, he will be like, oh, he like you. You don't have to, you know, do this with me. You can deal with this guy if you want to. You attracted like, to him. You anyway. attracted to him, so you could just go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be mad. And she was like, he was literally pimping her out to these different people, and she thought that she was liberated and she could do whatever she want, and she grown. Yeah. And she was like, he probably was like getting a profit from it. Yeah. Um. And she also talked about how he took that seventy five thousand dollars from her. Oh my god! That she didn't yeah. even know about that she got a um, check for seventy five thousand for an advance for her second album. Mm-hmm. And she had because she at this time she's grown. She's like nineteen. She met Little Wayne, yeah. and she left Atlanta to go be with Wayne. And Little Wayne had convinced her to not be an artist anymore, and that he was going to take care of her. Yeah. And she says that he, the guy, got a check for seventy thousand dollars that she never seen. She never, never knew anything about it. Yeah. Until later down the line, and she, this is shit that she owed because she wrote a fucking letter and was like, "I quit <laughs> the music." <laughs> she didn't know. And the record label was like, "Bitch, you can't this quit." Just not how that works. <laughs> we you just can't. gave you seventy thousand dollars. Like you can't. So she working quit. for money. She ain't even. Fucking she don't dead. even have. Yeah, and she said that. It's really I hope y'all can. That's a, it's like they went over the top now. <laughs> like they know. They said them bitches recording today. <laughs> we outside. But she said that she, his friend, also raped her. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. feels as though that he kind of might have set that up. Yeah, to happen because she never seen the friend uh, after that. She said never seen it after, and they were good friends. And they were good friends, and he like raped her on a car outside outside of a club. Oh my gosh! Like I just well, what that about part, her cocaine addiction? But oh that was gosh. even that was what got me when Ooh. she described like I didn't really drink. Girl, she said she didn't smoke weed until she was twenty eight. Yep. And when Candy asked, like, well, how did you get to drugs? She was explaining, like, both of my parents were addicts. Yeah. And she said being a mom brought her so much joy. 
right. just she wasn't working or anything at this time. She had had children by um, the dream, and they were married. She was well taken care of. She had a child by Little Wayne, also well taken care of, right. and she got to focus on her kids. And you, we all know, kids bring joy. Right. You know, they bring joy, you feed off of it. But if that's all you have, at some point you're going to spiral because kids aren't always fun and joy and laughter. She was saying they were getting older and they weren't listening to her. And she said she didn't know how to deal with the fact that they know at one point they will no longer need her. Right. And she kind of just, you know, started to spiral, started to use drugs and... She was just saying like she felt worthless. It's like, just it's just a sad um, situation. And then it seemed like Dream wasn't making money until they had broke up. Then he was mm-hmm. that's when he started popping when she was with Wayne. Yeah, but they were broke, and I don't know. I just felt like it was a yeah. A, she said that he his he had just came out right, but they were they weren't even seeing it. They were still married. She said they were legally married when Falsetto came out. Right. But they weren't, they weren't together. She was with Wayne at the mm-hmm. time. So I think she just went from, like, for at least 30, 25 years. Yeah. Like, she just was up and down in life. All like, over. And you can all tell, All over though. the place, depending from this person to this person, and then just mm-hmm. didn't know how to be happy. Yeah. You can herself. tell, though. She gives me... Um, a little bit of a manic personality. Mm-hmm. And I love Nivea, don't get me wrong, but she gives me um, somebody that overcompensates, and which is what she admitted mm-hmm. to, with the, you know, always trying to make people laugh and kind of joke about everything. Um, but I really, it hurt my heart to hear her talk about her addiction and when she said she was literally on the floor looking for cocaine when she ran out. Like, mm-hmm. looking in the carpet, and it was like, I got this low to the point where You're I'm searching, searching like a crackhead. Like, somebody, like, I really have an addiction, and knowing that it was something that was out of her control now. And you're like this, you were just this big star. Right. And you, and everybody thinks, like, oh, she, she people thought this for you. She married to the dream. She had a baby by Wayne. She's good. Right. And it's like, a bitch don't even, can't even see past tomorrow right now. Like, right. like everything isn't just money. And well, what about her relationship with Little Wayne? The fact Which was that abusive as fuck. I was going. I mean, she said that she was messing with him once she was fully with him. Yeah. And then you know, at one point when they first broke up, he just like kind of moved her into an apartment, lying, saying, "Oh yeah, let's get an apartment together." I never lived in an apartment before, just to move Toya back in and marry right. Toya on her. And then they wound up breaking up. After this was when she first started talking to Wayne before the dream, right? Because right? he was before the dream. Yeah, and she then, started dating him before, and then she met. She started working with the dream, and, and they then were friends she messed and, with him. Yeah, and then when she got back with Wayne, and they're all in love, and then she's pregnant, and then she he sits her down and says, "Oh yeah, Lauren. By the way, Lauren London is pregnant too." Oh, and then don't forget it was a third bitch. Yeah, she, nobody, she didn't mention it. Yeah, well, because nobody. The girl, nobody knew her. It was just, like, a girl he was dealing with. Nobody knew her either. And she was, like, she got them all on the phone, even Toya. (laughs) She was, like, Toya was, like, look, I don't got shit to do with this. Like, (laughs) bitch is not pregnant. But she had to get them all on the phone to figure out, well, what the fuck? And she was, like, people are laughing at us. She was, like, he proposed to me. And we're not even mentioning the fact that he was, at one point, engaged to Trina. I 
Do you remember that? that? He was engaged I to Trina. I forgot all about that. And then I think it was when him and Toya wasn't together. He got back with Toya. It just too. Was well, when was he fucking with Kaya too? Isn't that why Kaya said that she didn't like Trina? <laughs> that was one of the reasons. She said it out her own mouth. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, shit. When she was with T.S. Madison, she said that the, one of the reasons why she didn't like Trina is because they was, she was fucking with Wayne, and she said she knew Wayne was my heart. <laughs> Not Wayne was It could have been in her head, though. No, Wayne got a big dick, just say that. Because it could have been her boyfriend in her head. But these bitches be falling in love. Again, and another enigma, just like fucking Nick Cannon, because I don't understand what these bitches see in Wayne, but... They be falling in love because Lauren London, I mean, girl, out of all the men in the world, you, that's what you, to me, it seemed like, how do you even fuck little Wayne? Do you, he can't bend you over, can he? Do you yeah. gotta put, go down on your hands and knees like a dog? But it's like, Kaya, you probably should have said that because you old as shit. <laughs> if you was fucking Wayne when Trina was fucking Wayne, you at least got about 10 years on Trina. So, and Trina well, got about she four to fucking, five years on Wayne. So. And baby can fucking do what she can. That might be some shit you don't need. Ew. He's a nasty. Ooh, he really nasty. Because mm. it, it's like, if, really we go, if we go down the little Wayne. Uh, oh, we need to make a fucking spreadsheet. Spreadsheet of all the bitches. Down the line, it's gonna be like you know how when they say chart. you know when they say Wayne. like you every person your partner fuck you fuck too. <laughs> yeah. So it's gonna be like if we go all the way down the line, that means like in somewhere, Lil Wayne fuck Beyonce. <laughs> So wait, this like, is a fun fact, y'all. Because one time, me and DeAndre really did a pie chart for some for celebrities. Because, because we did a pie chart of one celebrity and all the people that she was attached to, and because it was because they said that she had a disease, and we were like, "Damn, if that's true, then all wow. these motherfuckers got it too." And that and that was before chart. we even thought about the podcast. That was like yes. two years ago. It's just. Just doing shit at work. Is something the fuck wrong with us? Just doing shit at work. Oh, oh God. I actually I'm on live right now, so one of our followers, Sweet Petey, said that he fucked Chrisette Michelle too. Oh now that, shit! Now, now I we gotta do a that. diagram. We gotta do a hey, diagram. Hey girl, hi. <laughs> he fucked her in her Basquiat skirt. <laughs> Whatever now, happened to her? Oh, back to Nivia because we about to do because right. Lil Wayne and his little freaky ass nastiest. But she said that her and Lauren London became really good friends during that time yeah. because yeah. they kind of only had each other to talk to. Yeah, because they both like look that. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, we can go into the throwback. All right. So this week, I'm pretty well. Those that um, you know, listen to celebrity gossip like we do, yes, um, would probably already know this tea. But I'ma just spill I don't, anyway I didn't even those, know it, and I'm nosy. Uh, that well, for those that don't, you know, I'ma just read a little something. So um, the throwback is going to be about um, Adina Howard, Brandy, and Awanye, and the little love triangle that happened amongst them. So the article says. Um, this is talking about Adina Howard. Known for her biggest hit and debut single, Freak Like Me, and the Jamie Foxx assisted sleeper hit off of the Woo soundtrack, T-Shirt and Panties, Adina's debut was a promising one. Her first album, Do You Wanna Ride, impacted the industry with its racy material and sex appeal that many other R&B artists at the time did not showcase. The album achieved gold certification by the RIAA, propelling Howard and her label to move forward with plans for a sophomore release. 
Howard's follow-up album, Welcome to Fantasy Island, was well underway when she met Wanye Morris of Voice to Men. During that time, Wanye was involved in a romantic relationship with one of Adina's label mates, who was also on top of the charts, R&B singer Brandy. That, however, didn't stop Adina or Wanye from hanging out or messing around. Their relationship will ultimately cause problems between herself and Brandy and for her career. Brandy gave an account of her experience in the Love Triangle during an episode of VH1's Behind the Music. She spoke on meeting and falling in love with the I'll Make Love to You singer, but revealed that someone else stole his heart. He fell in love with someone else, she said. The worst feeling is to be in love all by yourself. That feels fucked up, honestly. It just does. And that's the only way I can really put it. During an episode of TV1's Unsung that was centered around Adina, the Grand Rapids, Michigan native also got a chance to sum up the situation. Two young ladies, a lot of their egos get in the way, and we're kind of going through it about a guy, said Adina. According to a producer by the name of Bill Malls, once Adina and Wanye met, nothing could be done to stop their chemistry. Wanye met Adina, and it was on and popping. When you meet Adina, it's on and popping. Once the relationship between <laughs> the two, <laughs> once the relationship between the two, as well as the beef between Adina and Brandy, caught the attention of their label head, Sylvia Rome, she called Adina with a message to focus on the music and not their relationship. But it would be another phone call with Gossip Maven, Wendy Williams, that would drive the final nail in the coffin. That bitch always involved in something, right? So never missing a chance to capture an exclusive for our listeners, Wendy got Adina on the phone. Adina then proceeded to let loose, as um, someone recalled. Adina opened up like she normally would, except she had some choice words in there for Sylvia, which was the music exec, Mm. and Brandy. That pissed Sylvia off. She was on fire. Adina's comments and actions will ultimately rub Sylvia the wrong way. You can be a boss on your record, but don't be a boss to the boss that makes your records or pays you to make your record. Sylvia then pulled the plug on everything that was planned for Adina's second album. Adina would later say, I said something very inappropriate about the head of the label, and she pulled up the emergency brake and shut everything down. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so, because when you, th- when you have the power to do that and you don't like what people are saying about you, yeah, that's what you do. So that's, you know, a little tidbit about Adina Before Howard. we go into that, did I tell you I got a, a beating for singing t-shirt and panties when I was younger? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So you was just singing the song and you got a beating? Well, I was like, she popped me. <laughs> Not like an ass whipping, but oh, like okay. it took her like a bit. And she was like, don't sing this song. Like, pop me. It's like, don't sing. And I didn't understand because oh. I'm like, I do sleep in t-shirt and panties. <laughs> like... Are we talking? I, I mean, I'm younger than you. So I know. Like, so how old are we I was talking? young, young. I was super young. Oh. I was like, t shirt and my <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I feel like you just tried to come for me like fucking Eric earlier with you. Well, I'm younger than you. So. No, it's awesome. Oh, yeah, you're old. Like, <laughs> everybody is ageism. Ages today. But no, first of all, Piggyback, go back. Right. Wanye was grown ass man, fucking Brandy. Yeah. And it's like, nobody talks about that. You a freak ass nigga because Adina talking some spicy ass shit in her yeah. music, and that's a grown ass woman. Yeah. And yeah. you would think, I know y'all doing some wild shit, right? Exactly. But then you wanna fuck like basically a virgin. But you know what, though? What I heard off, you know, 
but I've read over the years. I always talk like I know people personally. I don't, but I think I do <laughs> in my head. In my head, I do. They said that fucking Brandy was not as so innocent as people thought, and that bitch was fucking crazy. And that's why Wanye really pulled back. Like, she was not trying to hear that he was done with her. Like, she was, like, stalking him to the point where he just had to avoid her I mean, altogether. I but it's like, as a teenager... I've done fucking, it. I was about to say, as a teenager, <laughs> and you fucking a grown man, and you're you think that you know he's in love with you, right? Like, of course you're gonna get a little crazy because you're like, why the fuck? <laughs> that bitch was a lot of crazy. Yeah, like of course you're gonna get a little crazy, and she's an a Aquarius. <laughs> She yeah, got Kelly Rowling got the same birthday. She's a little spicy, so it's like <laughs> you should have been fucking old young ass girl, nigga. And why, yeah, well, you know, since we don't like him now, especially since that he's whole, a messy ass Philly he's nigga. He's a fucking right. <laughs> he's just a piece of shit. He's basically. I don't do that, candy like that. I ain't like that. I ain't like that. But it's really like he's a core of what we be saying about Philly dudes. What like, we can't stand. Yeah, the, like, the soul. Y'all super messy. Yep. Yeah. Disrespectful to women. Disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Like, you see all them fucking kids he got. Right. Ain't none of them by Adina <laughs> or fucking Brandy. So it's just a man. And mind you, they all look like him, but they all look different. So I know they all got different mamas. <laughs> so, like, you just a freak ass I know they got different mamas. You don't even care. You don't even care. <laughs> but yeah. um, next, we actually have a Let It Go Sis letter. Yes, so if yes, you would yes. like for us to give you some advice or you want to tell us about a situation and get our thoughts about it, or you want to reveal a secret, please feel free to email us at justletitglowpod at gmail.com, or you can DM us. Of course, we're going to keep you anonymous. Very anonymous. Nobody's information is And we're not judging. There. No, we if just... we give advice, we're not judging. Because if you've listened to the podcast and continue to listen, we've been through some shit. We have. <laughs> However, let me put this disclaimer out there. If you are pers- a person that gets easily offended or you don't like constructive criticism. And we're not ma- we're not professionals. At all. So, you know, don't say, oh, well, y'all said, and this yeah, shit don't try to girl. listen to me, bitch. Okay, so um, the letter of this week starts out, Hey, ladies, I absolutely love the podcast. I genuinely look forward to hearing you ladies every Thursday. Thank you so much. Keep up the great work. So I don't really need any advice on this situation, but I think it's a funny topic to share. I'm sort of new to dating, and I decided to give this guy my phone number to get to know him. When he first approached me, I didn't think too much of him. The only thing what the only thing I was sort of I was sort of intrigued by was his car. <laughs> well, that's always a good thing. His car was very nice. So before meeting him, he would t- we would text and keep small conversation. He eventually asked me out and suggested a place near my home, but he said he wanted to try a sports bar. With me trying to be open minded, I agreed to meet him at this sports bar. I drove there and had an issue with parking. I let him know I was having trouble finding parking. The bar was in a congested, gentrified neighborhood. He showed me where to park, and it was in front of a garage, in front of a home that looked very expensive. I asked, will my car get towed because it's in front of someone's home? He said, no, I live here. So in my head, I said, bitch, you hit the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's the fuck right. Oh, I oh, love shit. our listeners are just like us. <laughs> you know, Mark, I was about to say, sounds like something we would say. All right, so it says, this guy gave gave very rich. We walked to the sports bar, and he said it may be crowded. Um, We went there. He paid for the drinks. I never even attempted to open my purse. We walked around the neighborhood, and this is when I started to think, this is weird. Why would we not stay at the the sports bar? It had outside seating and plenty of tables. 
So we walked back to his home. He actually lived directly across the street from this home and not the expensive home. <laughs> I didn't think much of it because they both were nice. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, okay. It, it got brought back. Okay, we sat and talked outside for a good while, and he invited me into his house. I was a little apprehensive, but I knew what I had in my purse, so I agreed. I know that's right. <laughs> yeah, look, we all. Look, I got my, I my fucking right. pepper spray. Um, we talked in his apartment for a while. He told me he was an engineer. Told me about the restaurants he'd been to and the many excursions he's been on. He was basically letting me know he had some sort of money. But that means nothing to me if you're not spending it on me. Exactly. You better say that one more motherfucking What'd JT time. Say? <laughs> I don't give a damn if his name, if you, if his IG got a blue chick. I, I, that's, I'm not gonna rant. No, go ahead. <laughs> you got to spend a real check to get this fat pussy. All right. I mean, anyway. Come on. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway. He even mentioned his car. After a little while, I went home. The conversation got a little dry, and the bitch was tired. So I start to tell my girlfriends about the date, and I realize I didn't even know his last name. So I go to searching on the Internet. He has no social media, so I didn't have much to go off of, but I knew his, his address. So I searched his address on the property ownership website. Okay. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I love a good sleuth. Me too. Um, I'm trying to get to the website. I'm sorry, y'all. Hold up. Okay. And come to find out, <laughs> the Philadelphia Housing Authority owns his home. <laughs> so, so, so I haven't said much to him since the date, but I did mention us going out to a restaurant just to see his reaction. I never got a reply. I hope this is. <laughs> That is the most Philly shit I've ever, ever heard. Was that a nigga got a nice car, the house nice as shit. They talking, they getting his money. They go here, they go there. And you live in fucking PHA house. Do you know, first of all, do you know, for the most part, now I don't know, you know, I know there's different levels. I know they have some subsidized things. But the majority of PHA housing, from what I know, you have to have certain income and children qualifications. So if he is staying there, it might have been gifted to him, like passed Bam down damn. from another older but relative. But it's like, of course you got money, my nigga. You <laughs> paying two dollars. <laughs> you paying two dollars. Fucking ten dollars. And a then month. the fact that you have me drive to this busy ass neighborhood. Why you gonna tell me that house across the street was yours? <laughs> why would you have me drive down there? Then we not. Then the thing that made me mad is like, why we not staying at the restaurant? Yeah, he wanted. He just moved he in just, that bitch. He wanted to show that shit. Oh, that's all it was. Cause you already I seen agree. the car. Yeah, he want you to see the crib. Yeah. He just didn't think he was that fucking nosy. To or look that to shit look up. that shit up. Right. And you living in PHA. You. you I want to know was he cute though? Cause she never mentioned it. You think? I y'all, mean, when you. Last, see, I want to know if he was he at least attractive. Was he somebody that could have got it if he didn't live in PHA? But it, I think it's like, it's not even that you live in PHA. It's like, I hate when people talk big money. Oh, I don't want I you to live in PHA. I hate when people... Pe- bitch, but, I can't be there if you live in PHA. Oh, yeah, you can't live there. <laughs> but it's like, what are you telling these people for them to allow you... A bitch can't even get food stamps. <laughs> so what the fuck are you telling them to allow you to live to in a PHA stay house? There. It had to have been passed down. That's the only way you can do but that. But then, not only that, you so fucking good at your scamming. You got them to put you in one of the most gentrified neighborhoods in the city. That don't make no sense. <laughs> and you have to have a certain income level, even if it's passed down. I so think. what you doing? What you doing? Right. What you? Do? He got. PPP. Is this even your car? Or is it some bitch car? 
or is it Reynolds? It's or it's well, right? Or it's in some bitch name. Probably. Child. Child. Well, I'm glad that you dodged that motherfucking bullet. <laughs> Thank God you Right. So listen, bullet. ladies, look, take heed. If but you ever go somewhere, you might want to look that motherfucker up. I you don't, might be living I in a subsidized house. If you took me out on a date, nigga, I looked you up. <laughs> <laughs> I know where your mama is. I know about your mama and them. I really? know that fucking chart. I don't chart. do that. I don't I'm do not that. going the fuck out with nobody I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't do like, that. I know enough Right. Shit. See, I'm gonna just tell your ass the next time you somebody. I'm gonna just send them all your. You, you, you do anyway. That's true. You do any fucking way. I'm gonna send you his Remember pictures. Remember that time you didn't remember this guy's name? What guy? You, didn't, you never saved his name, and you were like, DeAndre, what was his name? And I had to go look through the screenshots, and when I looked that nigga up, you was like, damn, you really fucking nosy. <laughs> Like, look, I'm about to start offering that as a fee. Look, if any of our listeners are going out on a date yep. and you want somebody to look up somebody because they feel a little sketchy, right. hit me up. Because <laughs> if I can't find them, I'm going to find their mama. Right. Mamas love to post on this fucking Facebook. I'm going to find somebody. <laughs> or baby moms. You know, them bitches love posting too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find somebody. Look, <laughs> oh I will find God. whole families if you really want me to. But I'm going to try. It's going to cost you blood a tight, all, all that shit. All right. <laughs> you just um, leading the pack this week. So we have a boss bay. All right. So this week's boss bay is my boo, um, a psychologist. I feel like we needed some type of mental health. We always talk about mental health, but... You know, I talk about, um, you know, some type of treatment or therapeutic resources for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so a friend of mine, her name is Christina Temula. Um, and we'll, of course, you know, spell everything when it's posted. Um, she's a psychologist. She's located, if, well, her she works in an office building, but she's right now providing telehealth appointments. That's good. Um, so, you know, she specializes in uh, separation, anxiety disorder, spiritual spirituality and religion, emotional eating, depression, all of basically the majority of what falls under the mental health spectrum. Right. Um, she accepts most major insurance carriers, Cigna, right. UBH, Aetna, Magellan, Humana, Multiplan, Quest, United Behavioral Health. Um, she doesn't take Blue Cross a personal choice right now, but she is open to um, all new clients. She's always available. Like I said, she does telehealth, um, and she's available on, hold on, um, we evenings and weekends except Sundays and Mondays. And she's black. And she's a black girl. She a sister. Yes. And she a sister, She's too. a sister. <laughs> so, um, A sister guys, that takes insurance. Yes, a sister a that rarity. takes insurance. Exactly. And a psychologist said that. So, um, you guys, you can email her. I I mean, I can spell it out, but I think it would be easier probably just for you to yeah. write it. Yeah, and as always, long. like like I, we say every week, I do we do post on um, our podcast page on Instagram. Right. And our highlight reel, you'll see all of our past boss pays, and every week we post um, the boss pay from our LA latest episode. So I'll provide all her information, her email, and things right. of that nature. And if anybody wants it before um, I post it um, on the page, just let me know and I'll send it to you. Yeah, because um, I can spell out her email, but it's kind of long. That's yeah, all. <laughs> I'll post it on the um, 
yeah, on we'll, the podcast we'll page. On the page. And as always, whenever y'all want to find a resource, it's basically like our directory. Like, right. if you want to find a ball spay, if you're looking for something, you're not totally sure, check out our highlight, and you never know what's there. Right, so. exactly. So um, shout out to... Um, Dr. Timula. Yes, shout out to her. <laughs> oh, yeah. You had an unpopular opinion this week? So, okay, it's something we've seen on social media. And it's a meme going around saying, um, well, actually it was on TikTok. And it was um, a thing that was going around saying, you should prioritize the family you created over the family that you came from. Mm-hmm. And I agree with it mm-hmm. a thousand percent. Um, but I know you don't. <laughs> so right. I want to know why you don't. It's not that I don't. I think sometimes people put emphasis on the family that they create, not realizing that you need the family that you come from to support the family that you created. Mm. Like, so many people had come from small families where it's just literally their spouse, their children, their children's offspring. It's very right. lonely. Yeah. And it's very hard. If you can't, because when you come from... When you honor the family that you came from, you have right. more support. There are things that could come up that you that are least suspecting. How are you going to get respite? Are you just trusting your children with strangers? Or do you have mom, aunt, uncle, cousin, you know, that can lift you up? It's great. Of course, prioritize your family, and that's, you know, what comes first. But I think when people do that, they often just say, fuck, you know. The family that I came from. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like you need the family that you came from as well to support and to uplift your created family. And okay. then, you know, your created family, life happens. Shit can fucking fall apart. Right. You know what I mean? Like your spouse could be injured or your child might be special needs or probably just need more attention. Your job might be a lot more demanding and you need family support to, you know, come pick up little Ray Ray from school or whatever else, or, you know, just so many things can happen. And I just think that is what divides us a lot of the time when you're like, Oh, I'm just worried about who's in my household and that's it. Okay. You know? Well, and I guess I get that. Um, but I think that you're talking from a healthy family standpoint. Right. I get it from the unhealthy part, and I fucking get it. I'm sorry. I'm prioritizing what I created. When I say that, I'm talking about the little person that came the fuck out of me. Mm -hmm. I'm not even talking about the nigga that I'm with. I'm talking about the the human being that I created is my priority. Fuck everybody else. And I, you know, no offense to my relatives that listen, but it's just, this is my daughter is my priority. Right. Like, I just feel like... I can't make everybody else a priority over that because she is somebody that didn't ask to be here. So I'm not going to... And then a lot of times, like I said, you know, my family doesn't have a healthy dynamic. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole other thing because I had a big issue that I told you about earlier this week with a relative of mine. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it reminds me of why I stay away because Mm -hmm. I just can't... It it fucks me up and then it makes me in a negative space where I'm it's affecting my daughter. Right. So I rather kind of prioritize my daughter and I fuck with y'all when I can yeah. or in the ways that I feel is comfortable and healthy yeah. for me. And I agree with it. I just feel like sometimes people take things to the extreme. Yeah, I where agree. it's like, oh, I don't deal with my family at all, and it's like, well, you do know at one point you're right. going to need your family. Yeah, you're going to need. In some aspect, when your child graduates and they want grandma there and they want the aunt and they want a trunk party, they're getting married. Right. 
how small will the, these events be? Right. So it's not to say, you know, put them over your created family, but it's still... Don't push them aside. Right. You know, don't totally ex. Yeah, don't exile the family because you don't have to. Like you said, because that's a child that came from you. You also came from somebody else. Right. So if you're a part of the family that your parents created, it's like it's kind of redundant. So at some point, your child gonna leave your ass. I don't know, child. Because I I mean, on my dad's side, I definitely get what it is that you're saying. (laughs) I do understand. Like you should prioritize that, but. Also, it doesn't, I think sometimes people think that means negate the family that they were a part of. Yeah, I don't believe in and neglecting I don't think, anybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying I yeah. don't, because I feel like a lot of stuff that be on social media, people just take it to the extreme. Well, just like when girls, I hate when women get in relationships and first she was all, me and you was BFFs. Now you don't have no fucking time to even talk on the phone with me. That's a whole nother topic. That is a whole nother topic. But to me, that's, but it goes in that same realm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're going to have to go into that (laughs) and a whole nother day. You got a lot to say about (laughs) it. Because I have a lot to say about that. That happens often. I hate that shit. It also gets very, it gets weird. Sometimes, like and it's like, you know, I'm not that girl. But mm. I'm also not a relationship girl either. Yeah, that's me too. But that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> All right, but our glow-up topic is Natasha came up with it. So it's basically right. the pitfalls of striving to be popular. What do you mean, boo? Um, So I just feel like a lot of times we, um, even just from a young age, seem to always admire people that are popular Mm -hmm. and not really looking at, I guess, you know, when you're younger, you don't look at the semantics of popularity. Most people are popular for one of three reasons, in my opinion, is they're either financially well off and living a life you wish you could live. They're extremely attractive or a lot of people are attracted to them or there's I have some type of reputation of being like a bully and or maybe not a bully, maybe a good fighter or something like that. So people are more scared of them and that's they're just they're, popular by they're default. Well respected. Nah, not really respected, more so feared, but it comes off as being respected. Mm-hmm. But they're really just fucking feared. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like, you know, most people aspire to be in one of those categories right. and it's like, well, what really is that? All, everything that I just named are superficial or things that's not really um, conducive to a person in general. And a lot of times people want to be popular, but it's like on a grand scheme of things, where does it get you? Like, let's talk about, you know, okay, maybe in Instagram days, like now, popularity can pay off. It can give you, it gets you extremely far, but how many people are really, really popular that you know they are going that route? Most people that I knew growing up, I mean, I know I'm older before social media days, um, but people that I know that were, you know, hood popular, local popular, city popular, Mm, you know, they were popular more so about people they were dating. And I know all about their life, good, bad, and motherfucking ugly. And the lies, you know. The lies. People go. People will go out their way to me to purposely fuck up, you know, those dynamics because they envied it. Like, I just don't understand why people aspire to, um, you know, be put on that pedestal. pedestal. Is it that people just want admiration? Mm-hmm. Like, you want to know what it's like to feel admired yeah. and... And, and put on this pedestal. See, me, I'm like, I'm so weird. I never want any 
I would never want to be popular. Although I want yeah. this podcast to be successful <laughs> and I want you guys to listen and fuck with us, but I want you to genuinely like what we have to say, right. like what we stand for, our opinions, you know, not sway because now other people, I just feel like growing up here, a lot of times other people from other cities got to fuck with us. Right. Before people in our own city fuck with us, and then now you just following and listening to us because everybody else is doing it. Right. I want, I want when you listen to us is because you want to. Yeah, you I agree. genuinely enjoy our conversation. You genuinely enjoy our personalities. Right. We're girls, girls. You know, right. girls that you can hang out with. Like right. I want you to like that for us. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, like I, my sister would be like, you were popular. I'm like, no, the fuck, I wasn't. Right. I yeah. wasn't. I stayed to myself. Right. I move how I move. And if you like me, you might want to hang out. When you get to ch- a chance to know me, you know, we could be cool. Right. I think I was well-liked for the most part. Okay. But there's also people that didn't, you know, like me, and that's fine, too. Right. But it's like I will always be the girl that's okay with being in the back room. Okay. Like I, I just, I just don't like. I and my friend Allison was like, I don't like ass kissing. Right. I don't <laughs> like it. I, she was like, you're the only person where somebody kisses your ass, it pisses you off. No, I don't like that. <laughs> like I get so annoyed. Like she was like, you'll like instantly not like somebody because they tried to kiss your ass yeah. and you hate that. Because I don't like that. It's I want a, it's you disingenuous. Yeah, like fuck with me because you fuck with me. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. like me for me. You know, even, like, back then, like, back in the day, I used to be very blunt with how I spoke. So, like, if somebody didn't like me, I could understand. Right. I could totally understand why you didn't like me, and I respect it. But what I don't respect is people who just want to be around me because they think that they can get a little shine off my light or that I can help them do something or because I do these things or even, like, when the podcast, because it is, when it pops off. Right. Cause don't, it is. Don't period. Don't, you don't have to make yourself like me because you don't want to look like a hater. Right. You can exactly. just not like me. <laughs> you wasn't listening a year ago. You ain't gotta listen to him, but don't act like you're supporting it. But if you want if you genuinely like, oh, I like them, you know, they're cool. I just found out about it, that's fine. But you know, most people follow fucking waves. Yeah. And I hate that. And it's unfortunate to say that. You know, I play around with Malia like that a lot. Like, she'll watch my TikTok and I'll be like, well, did you like it? And she'll just be like, oh. And I'm like, well, you know what? When I'm popping and other people <laughs> are saying my name and you starting to see other people, you know, doing um, duets with my with my fucking commentary, mm-hmm. don't shout me out on your page talking about this my mom. I said, I'm a, I said, this I that. say that all the time. I said, I'm going to be like, I don't know who that little girl is. I say that all the time. <laughs> I know there's certain things, and it's people that I fuck with heavy that I feel like is the, the support is not going to be as great and so they start to see how well supported I am from people that they admire. That's and that's unfortunate. And it is that's just the lay of the land. That's just how life is. Everybody's not built like that. Right. You know, and it just it is what it is. But one thing I'll never do, I'll always strive to be successful. Right. But I'll never strive to be popular. Yeah. I, I don't agree. I personally don't want to be popular. Me neither, girl. I want to be successful. I want this podcast to be successful. Right. Um, I was listening um to Wheezy from Horrible Decisions uh-huh. and um it's a podcast, a sex based podcast, and she was saying how podcasting sprung off different things for her where a lot of it now is all behind the scenes. Okay. You know, like she got a deal working with Kendra uh, 
Kenya Barris from Grownish. She has got this big deal with Audible, and now she's like basically like the consultant for the podcast that will come from there. Oh shit! You know she has her own studio. I didn't even know it could branch off into some yeah, shit like so that. Yeah, so many things <laughs> she didn't know. Right, and it's like a lot of the stuff, and she has a TV show on Fuse called Sex Sells, but a lot of stuff is like producer work. Right. A lot of stuff is consultant work. It's things That's that where the money it's meetings is where her name is going to be on the credits and mm-hmm. nobody knows. Right. That's the type of shit I'm That's into. That's where the fucking money is. Because, at. like right. I said, like, do I like, you know, like, people, like, speaking to people and do I love the podcast? I love it. Yeah. But I yeah. also didn't do YouTube for a reason. Right. <laughs> well, my face isn't on YouTube for a reason. <laughs> yeah, like, my face is not on it right now for a reason because uh-huh. I really am naturally shy. And I don't yeah, I don't know how I would totally feel if a video goes viral. I'm working on it. I, I want all these things to happen, right. you know, for us to go viral and people to fuck with us and all these great things. But I also know that I'm awkward as fuck. And if when people really start to recognize me, I'm like, <laughs> and then I can't do my little weird shit where I be with y'all and I be doing my little dances and right. nobody. And then I'm I'm being recorded doing weird shit like I'm Summer Walker. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like popularity, and then you know it's a wave. Yeah, they love you today, they hate you tomorrow. Like two episodes ago, I was defending Nicki Minaj. This episode, I'm in her ass. <laughs> it just happens when you're popular. People are going to start to have opinions about you yeah. and things that everybody's not ready for. Yeah. Well, you know what's so crazy? I don't mind people not liking my opinions. <laughs> yeah. I really actually don't, don't give a care. fuck about that. Yeah. Um, and I don't, like you said, I don't strive to be popular either. I would love to be successful. We're going to be successful. Um, but popularity, I just feel like, you know, just to bring it back, is something that, you know, for those that seek that, know what you're looking for yeah. it for. Because just know, you know, the grass, the green part of the grass you're seeing is only half. You're missing the other part yeah. of the fence, honey. It's a whole nother fucking side. And like you said, you open up a window, people love you, and then they fucking hate you too. And mm-hmm. just, that's inviting them into everything about you. It's a double-edged sword, you know? Mm-hmm. People start to know things and... People start to have opinions about things that you think that nobody gives a fuck about. Nobody cares, you know, about this. And it's like, they do now because you're fascinating. Now it's something, you know, and also popularity breeds envy. Yeah. It breeds jealousy. It breeds people, you know, that aren't too happy. They see and they have, like, admiration. I I feel like admiration and envy is, like, go hand in hand. It's a thin line. I think it's very thin. Like, even... I like I've had issues where it's like I am not at my fullest potential, right? Right. Like I'm still working towards the things that I can see happening, but there'll be somebody else that feel that can admire my personality, admire the things that I do do. But instead of saying it, they start it turns into envy because they become very why her and not me people. Yeah. And I don't ever want to be a why her not me bitch. I'm I always God, the bitch cheering people that's on. Us. That's yeah, not us and the, the main core. reason that we even do Boss Bay is right. because these people aren't popular. Right. They exactly. aren't popular. They are women that we know that are working towards their businesses. These are women that deserve 
to have an influx of business because exactly. they're good at what the fuck they do. Exactly. And, and we admire And that. we admire them. Right. And I want you guys to know them and support them uh-huh. and work to w- work with them. Exactly. Because these they're going to pop off regardless. Exactly. But help exactly. them get there. Exactly. You and know just to I mean? know that we, like you said, we're we're girls, girls. We're girls, girls. And, you know, we always, we want to uplift. We want people in our network that support us. Right. You know, that genuinely, like you said, no kiss ass. This is on some, I really fuck with this. I really want everybody to win. Because, you mm-hmm. know, everybody in my circle needs to be a boss. Everybody. I don't and I don't even, be... in the, not even in a literal sense, but just in a in figurative. In the mental. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Striving mm-hmm. towards whatever it is, like. Well, I don't give a fuck what it is. Exactly. Like, if it's if you, my people, I'm going to go get, get it with you before I go buy some shit from Fashion Nova. Exactly. exactly. Like, okay, I'll just get a dress from this person. I'll get some glasses. I'll get, you know, whatever. Exactly. Because I know you. Exactly. You're Period. my people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to go to the broad in Philly that got 20,000 followers that that uh, does floral arrangements right. and they charging three hundred f- fucking dollars for it just because I'm I'm feeding off their popularity. Right. I'm gonna go to a bitch that I know that got five hundred followers that does just as great work for cheaper. Exactly. Because they're still building. Everybody right. needs some shine. Everybody needs some support. It doesn't hurt you to support them. Right. But when you keep going after things that just because they're strictly off of popularity, that cut people get lazy. Yes. I like I totally you know, agree. But like I said, I just feel like being popular isn't anything I want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I want I feel like popular is so vain. Right. I want to be well known. Exactly. No, I I definitely Like agree. I want people to res- I want to be respected. I want people to, you know, like what it is that we do. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. Not because all of these, we got a shout out for somebody or because all of these people now like us and we have thousands, thousands of followers. No, like us because we're entertaining. We're funny. We got some shit to say. And not just because we lived on your block five years ago, but you've been following me on social media. And you ain't and you was never. <laughs> you, bitch, you can't tell me nothing about none of the episodes. You don't you even don't know, know my shit. co-host's fucking name. You don't. That's the funny <laughs> thing. But you fucking post again, girl. I went to school where. You know what's don't funny fucking talk is about me. people be like, oh, you know, like, I forgot. It was something I did. They were like. It was something before the podcast. They were like, oh, I seen that picture you posted. You looked real cute. And I was like, oh, thank you. They were like, yeah, you be looking real cute. Like, you be out. Da, 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 da. Oh, so I, they knew everything about I'm like, you. I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. I kept moving. Something was like, I damn sure don't be seeing this bitch in my comments. Mm, mm, mm. I went back. The picture she described, that bitch didn't like shit. <laughs> so you just be she listening. didn't like nothing, and I was just like, well, bitch, you know how I look. <laughs> you know me so personally. You just stalking my page. How the fuck I mean, you gonna tell me I scrolling. look cute and then not like the picture? You purposely did double tape. You just kept scrolling. <laughs> People said, do that shit all the time. She cute and mm-hmm. kept moving. And she was like, mm, but I ain't gonna fucking like it though. But that's I don't want her to know she cute. Yeah, but when I see you, I'm gonna let you know. Like, when you see me at the gym, Girl. you gonna let me know that I was cute on my vacation. Like. Sure. What we doing? I ain't got but time. that's what I'm just saying. Like people are watching and people know right. about the things that their people is doing, but they still gonna go after the popular person. I'm not going after no popular person just because they're popular. Yeah, I'm gonna go either. if they are po- if they happen to be popular and I fuck with their work. I'm gonna go to them. It's just what it is, right? I'm just gonna go to them because I like what they do. I like their work. I like whatever it is that they've created. But it's never gonna strictly be off of a name. 
Right. Like, come on. But that is our episode for this week. Yeah, it is. And we appreciate you guys, as always, for listening. Mm -hmm. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud at Just Let It Glow. Um, if you, make sure you subscribe and make sure you rate and review on Apple, and um, you know, tell us how you fuck with us if you like us. You know, also if you ever have any topics, feel free to DM us on our Instagram at JST Let It Glow, and if you have any suggestions for Boss Space, also let us know on JST Let It Glow. Right. And um, we're also on Twitter at Just Let It Glow, and you can follow Natasha's crime page on all platforms: Twitter. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, <laughs> at Crime Addicts with a Z. With a Z. And check out our highlight reel for all of our boss space and give them support because, like we said, these are women that do great work. Amen. They exactly. do great work. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. We, As always, we appreciate you. We can't wait to see your glow up. And have a great week. Yes, we love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.